Today's show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Sarah Becker. And I'm Peter Dancy. And welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. How are you guys doing this week? Doing good, doing Tired. good. It's my birthday in two days. <laughs> it is your birthday oh my in God, two that's days. Right. Yeah. Guess who's getting a, a sous vide cooker? <laughs> <laughs> you say that oh as God. though I cook things. I know, I know. <laughs> it's that's never too late. No, it, no, it's fun. It's funny. Earlier today, um, earlier today, me and my co, me and my coworker, I, I, I work, I work at a retail store that. I work at a retail store that sells like housewares, cookware, and yeah. shit like that. And and so and so me so me and one of my coworkers, we were going back and forth for like 15, 20 minutes, just like, should we get this position cooker? I don't know. God, I mean, like, look, like, look, like, look how much it would cost it for, with their discount. And the only reason I didn't buy it is because it's like I have other stuff I need to pay for right now. Otherwise, <laughs> I would literally own one, and I'd be like, Jack, I'm gonna make shit. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Trust me. Like, I, it's it's. Oh man, they're great. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast, the only official podcast that reviews precision cookers. Anova, get it first here. No, I'm just joking. They don't actually sponsor us, which is weird because my sponsored, not sponsored jokes are now like terrible because we have actual sponsors. So it's kind of like super awkward. Cause like, Yikes. Because they're like, we actually paid money to actually have a sponsorship on your podcast. And I'm like, oh crap. I'm sorry, sorry. All right, I, I don't know. That got bad. Um, but today we're going to be reviewing Ghost in the Shell, the newest Scarlett Johansson movie. Uh, but, but Scarlett, what did I say? That's what you used to say. It's Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Right, right, sorry. Scarjo. Scarjo, yeah, yeah. The newest Scarjo movie and the newest abomination of an anime ripoff. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about several trailers. We got a big trailer corner this week with Mummy It and Spider-Man Homecoming. So first up, which I think was uh, released earlier today, uh, as of recording this on Sunday night, uh, we w- we saw the trailer for uh, the mu- this trailer number two for the Mummy, which featured more of the backstory of Princess uh, Amotop or Emotep. I don't know. Amanet. Amanet is that what it is? I'm saying the Emotep so. was the first guy. So yeah. this is. A non sequel. It's a it's a reboot with a with a girl mummy, which is uh, an interesting take. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think it has the potential to be cool, but I don't know. That I I have a I have my doubts. <laughs> I, I have my doubts mostly because Tom Cruise is in it. So instead of it being a monster movie about the mummy, it's like Tom Cruise action film. Oh, by the way, a mummy is also in this film. Yeah, it's also weird that like in the trailer they give away the fact that Tom Cruise can't die to something to do with like her connection to him, right? And like her tracking him down and him getting eaten in a swarm of rats and stuff, and (laughs) and it's just like and then that's fine and all that. I just don't know like like this art like the plot seems weird and unsimple in the trailer so like it's yeah it's one of those things where as you get that trailer you're very confused by the existing trailer and you can pick it apart and get stuff but you're still like wait what's happening and you're going mm-hmm. and, and i'm gonna go see this movie because i actually already put it on the list for the movie gang podcast we're all oh, gonna yeah, go see that. it but yeah. i uh i got my doubts guys mm-hmm. 
I didn't like that they yeah. used paint it black in the trailer. I didn't think it was a good fit. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the the trailers are all these trailers with a lot of these things are getting weirder now, and everyone wants to do the Logan trailer. Well, no, I know it's not the Logan trailer. Like, there's tons of more other like Suicide do. Squad. I would say. Yeah, I agree. I think that's exactly what it is. Because Hurt actually worked in the Logan trailer. I thought that was very successful. Well, I would argue... I mean, one of the things about Suicide Squad is I hate that movie, but I would argue that trailer is super effective. Yes. Oh, no, the trailer is amazing. Like, the trailer trailer is basically what got us hyped to go see it, even though we were like... Even even though we were like, this could probably really suck, but the trailer looks so damn good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. with, like, the little lock and it's going around. Yeah, it's it's an amazing trailer. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah, 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 like it, outside of that, and it's and and this one is just one of those things where it's like it could be a good movie, but it certainly doesn't have a trailer that supports that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very shoehorned like, in in the worst way yeah. possible. And it's also like they're adapting elements of the first one as well. And I'm sorry, I love the first two mummies. I know like everyone like makes fun of the CGI rock and the mummy and the zombie pygmies, um, but I still love the Mummy Returns. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you are cursed. This is cursed. That is cursed. <laughs> like, I love, like, I love. <laughs> no, I lo- no, I no, I agree. Like, the, like those first two mummy films are just are they're they're just fun to watch. Even yeah, like, that that that's what I like about them. They're fun. And that's the thing about the mummy too is that as far as things that like people are trying to make into something scary, like there's scary elements in the first mummy, and it's probably a better all around movie. And I understand that, but the camp and the mummy two is just like camp on a level i had never experienced as a young man and i was like and i wasn't ready on? for it. i was and i was nowhere near ready for it when it happened <laughs> yeah uh, and that's the other thing too is i saw the mummy returns before i even saw the mummy and it was really weird i was like <laughs> and it's like to go back to the first one you're like yeah, where's the funny like, like they wake up the mummy and it's like he like recognizes him and i was like why does this 2000 year old mummy know this dude <laughs> like, sorry <laughs> second scary movie i, I don't even know if i call the mummy scary but that's another day's discussion second scary movie coming out is the trailer for the netflix uh version of it uh starring who is it starring i'm super f- i have to admit the first it the book netflix. freaked me out really yeah i know yeah it's netflix isn't it yep i believe so yeah oh, it's a netflix i didn't series. even oh i didn't pick yeah. up on that that's why yeah, it feels like stranger things it, that's exactly right, and it has Actually, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's got that. Uh, it's got Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise, which is gonna freak mm. me the hell out. Uh, first off, because I think Pennywise may be one of the most terrifying people. So, um, most of the terrifying movie villains. Period. Um, though it's hard for me because Tim Curry did this role last, and that's just Whoa. like <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's like never in my life do I want anyone to like. If, if I'm an actor, I was like, who did this role last? Oh, yeah, Tim Curry? Yeah, I'm going to make a dent in this. <laughs> like, Good luck. Good luck, pal. <laughs> we'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think it, what, do you, what did you think it looked? Did it look cool, Sarah? I think it looks terrifying, which is the point. And therefore, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> I know. I, you, have you guys noticed yeah. this? Go ahead, Peter. No, I was I was gonna I was gonna um, agree with Sarah because um, because uh, I forget who first posted this trailer in in, in our in our chat um, the other day, but I watched it and I and I and I, fin- and I finished the trailer and I and I thought to myself, okay, so already I was kind of like iffy to clowns because there's just that element with the makeup and just overall that for me I'm just kind of like mm, too, but now I know why some of my friends 
name, 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 namely those who are older than me, don't like clowns. It's clearly this shit right here. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's and it's all disturbing because it's like a small boy and it's like a clown taking him away. And there's like there's like these underlying Stephen King great tones of rapiness that are happening. Oh man, it is just yeah. It is just all yeah, around. Like, it looks mess. it looks great. Full props to the show I, or, or the film. I hope it does well. Hooray. I just won't be watching it because I'm going to get nightmares. No, I know. I agree. I agree I, 100%. Th- I, did, I did find a little bit of humor in the trailer, though, which it, which was kind, which was kind of weird. It, it, was, it, was at, it was at the end of the trailer. Where, it was at the end of the trailer when, they, when they're in the sewers. And so, and, so, and so the boy with the rain jacket, he's, he's just, he's, he's, he's like, he was like, you'll float too. You'll float too. For some, I, I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen this video. It's, it's from some old show back in the nineties, but, um, but, but there, but there, but there's, there's this, there's this little, there's this little boy who's, ba- who's basically just like, I love to have fun, 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 fun. And that's what his voice that. reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, and so and so I'm am watching this trailer. I'm just like, this moment should be scary, but your voice reminds me of that, so I can't help chuckling. And then the clown showed up, and I was like, never mind. No. Yeah, and I love how Pennywise's eyes because he's like a, he's literally like a monster from like space or something, and his eyes turn like uh, they literally turn like yellow, like a like yeah. an animal. And right. It's just it's just so fucking freaky. Just uh And and he's like he's like he's like more like a psychological demon than any. Anything else? Did you guys? Did either of you guys seem Dreamcatcher? No, actually. Was that the thing with the aliens? Yeah, yes, that is the thing with the aliens in the <laughs> woods. Yeah, I I watched that at my ex's house, and I was like, "What the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> Weird. I'm sure that was a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Sorry. I, seems presumptive. No, I, the part. whole time I was just like, "This is that you like this movie?" Okay. Yeah, you should have known. From the then, same dude. girl who also <laughs> got me to watch Divergent in that series. And I was like, Divergent. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Uh I, I have to admit, like I, I you guys haven't noticed keyed to this and no one is keyed to this yet. Um, but I don't actively post scary movies into anything because I don't go see scary movies. Um, so and I'm only going to tell you guys here and I'm going to see who listens to this that can figure this out I actively try to downvote any scary movie that comes up <laughs> pretty much well I remember <laughs> when we were doing the Get Out cast we, I mean we talked about how you were um, you know you're, you're not a horror film Oh, you I'm not. The no. Yeah, no. Yeah, we yeah, address this. It's okay. Unfortunately, and, uh, I encourage I think, yeah, I actively downvoting scary movies because I'm right there with you. I know. I know. It's yeah, not- I think. I think we all agreed. We were just like, no, <laughs> horror does not happen for me. It, it's not part of my repertoire. It's not part of like this. The stuff that I just like. I'm gonna go see this film today. It's like, mm-mm. nope. I'm. Mm. A, I'm not my. Not my jam. Uh, final trailer this week is, of course, Spider-Man: Homecoming, the second trailer in the Spider-Man series. Uh, this is a. I, I feel inclined to say it's in our show notes, so you can go check it out there. But it, this is a pretty spoiler-heavy trailer. Um, yeah, unfortunately. And just that it shows it shows like a key moment in the film, and it shows like the like the like the how it gets solved at the end. And it sets up this cool moment when it talks about the dynamic between Spider-Man and Iron Man, which is cool. And this mentor-mentee relationship is totally, absolutely cool and awkward. And, and it's an interesting – and it, it, as a theme for this movie, it's what I want to deal with. But at the same time, I was kind of like, I, you didn't need to show me how the boat – like how he fixes the boat situation. Yeah. Right. Like you, like you didn't need to show me how they how they fix the boat situation. You also, did not, that's you not how boats work. <laughs> like, yeah. Just 
<laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Roll with it. There's a lot I, of stuff I, happening I know, I know. in this MCU that is not possible. Yeah. Let's. But yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like you didn't need to show us how they how they fix the whole boat situation. You didn't need to show us. Sorry, 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 listener. Spoiler alert. You did not need to show us Iron Man. T- you know, you know, show us Tony Stark taking away Parker's suit. Like, like mm-hmm. let let us find let us find that out when yeah. we go see the film so that way when it happens we're like oh shit instead of like instead of walking into it be like we know what's gonna happen five minutes after this shit yep yeah no it was it was intense and and that's the thing is there was a lot of like movie elements this is i imagine if they do another this is one of the issues with some of the other uh movies is because i pay attention to so many more trailers now just in the in the course of doing these casts like i get re- i get really trailer fatigued and i remember the first time that it happened to me really bad was on uh, Age of Ultron because I watched all mm. the clips and everything, and I feel like I I ruined a lot of great climactic moments from that movie. I don't think that movie is the best as is, but I, even outside of that, like it was like it was kind of painful to admit that like I had like missed a lot of cool moments and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree that that that's why that's why at least for me, especially for MCU films, because I love them. And I and I and I enjoy seeing every single one, whether it's a, whether it's a film or or a TV show. I uh, unless it's like an official trailer, and 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 especially nowadays, doing doing uh, watching them for MGP, I tried to stay away from those trailers because I don't because like you said, Jack, I don't want stuff ruined for me. I want to go in mm-hmm. with as much of it looking brand spanking new as as is humanly possible. Yeah, I agree. Sarah, same. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, th- that I mean that that's kind of the sad state of some of these trailers, especially from the MCU. They're kind of giving us a lot of way lately, and I and I get that they're getting people into the theater. And the more they give them, like I understand that the more they give, kind of on this level, the more it works for them. And I think that's cool. I just think that overall, it's just it's just kind of sad to like spoil very specific moments of this movie. Like I already know as soon as he's on the boat and something bad happens because of him. Like if we have this a moment tied to this character, like I know it's gonna work out, and that's kind of that sucks. Like it could not work out, and he could be trying to save people from the water or something cool like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it could right. echo like one of the ultimate shots of Spider-Man, where it's like JJ J, J Jonah Jameson is in the tower. Oh yeah, that's the other thing I never mentioned. Was uh, shout out to the Justice League trailer. We dealt dealt with it last week, or did we deal oh, with it last yeah. week? I, I'm pretty I sure think we did. So. Yeah, but the uh, the funny thing about that is that I saw that uh, who's the guy from Whiplash? Um, um, no, 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 the older guy. Tenzin. What's up? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yes, um, Tenzin. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I even know the character's name. Um, yeah, J.K. Simmons is playing Commissioner Gordon in the New Justice League, and I was like, of everyone you could have could have gotten to play Commissioner Gordon, that actually works like really well. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, what's, e- what's even what's even crazier is it was even crazier is when you see pictures of him working out and how like just fucking jacked that man has gotten for this role. Oh, really? Like, dude got jacked yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I think we know Peter's type. <laughs> no, no, but no, I know. I'm no. I'm just saying that simply from like, dude worked out. He looks damn good. So, Peter, like, I, I, and this is you prefer older men, correct? I mean, I don't mind older wins. Like, oh yeah, I, yeah it's not like I, I agree with you. That's not how like anyone works. It's like a. It's not like a choice thing. It's like you know, flavors of the rainbow. But right, you're my yeah. only. <laughs> you're my only flavor, babe. I love you. 
<laughs> okay. Yes. She's got headphones in. We're all good. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. For you, the listeners of the Movie Gang podcast, Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription at LootCrate.com. To save 10% on any new subscription, go to TryLootCrate.com backslash gang and enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. Again, Loot Crate is a nice service where you can go online and get a monthly subscription where you get a present in the mail. And it's a, it's a curated box of goodies of nerd ephemera that you're able to every month get a, a new take on. And you can check out what the, the – you can head on over to LootCrate.com right now and check out what this month's uh, theme will be for the box. So, again, to save 10% on any new subscription, go to TryLootCrate.com backslash gang. Again, that's TryLootCrate.com com backslash gang to save 10% on any new subscription. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. Go check that out at lootcrate.com. Sorry, Loot Crate is like, say that three times fast. No, it's weird. I get it. But, but especially, loot crate, specifically, loot crate, loot crate. no, no, but it's like try lootcrate.com backslash gang. And then you just like try to say mm-hmm. that like, and I'm like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. sorry, I'm, don't worry, Loot Crate. I will get these reads together. You are good. <laughs> sorry. We love you. Yeah. Again, thank you for supporting the Movie Gang podcast. All right. Today, we're going to be talking about Ghost in the Shell 2017. In the near future, Major is the first of her kind, a human who is cyber-enhanced to be a perfect soldier devoted to stopping the world's most dangerous criminals. Which, when terrorism reaches a new level that invades includes the ability to hack into people's minds and control them, Major is uniquely qualified to stop it. As she prepares to face a new enemy, Major discovers that her life was stolen instead of saved. Now she will stop at nothing to recover her past while punishing those who did this to her. Blah. Hot. I like it. Right? I like it. Yeah. Um Yeah. Let's start with you guys before I cloud this with like a lot of anime hate rage for this movie. Uh not even <laughs> that much. I we'll knew it. There. Uh you knew it. And I was wondering if you would take the opposite view, Peter. I thought I, um, I really wanted to hear what you had to say about it. Because I know Ben is very biased based upon like the, the Scarlett Johansson. Like he's the one most upset by the whitewashing thing. So I was uh, by the whitewashing allegations. So I was curious what you on the outside, if you took to the vid- visuals or like had a different view of it. Um, I find, I think for me personally, I am at an interesting crossroads between crossroads for, for, for a lot of things because, because I am a fan of the anime, even, even though I, even though I don't know. Oh, I forgot. I didn't well know as, that. Yeah. No, like I, 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 I don't, I don't know it nearly as well, nearly as well as you do because, because, because I remember when I was younger, um, I, I think it was second gig. It, it, would, it would come on, come on, um, come on. Oh Tsunami yeah. On, on adult. Yeah, on, a, on, a, yeah. on Adult Swim. So I so I remember seeing it. Uh, so I remember seeing it when I was younger uh, through that, and and then and then I and then I've and then I've kind of like seen it every now and then uh, since then. Um, so I, so I am both familiar with the anime, but not totally invested in it. I'm not I'm not I'm not at that point um, as as far as far as the whitewashing, um, even taking out the plot point of the film that that that, that will that will get to i understood why it happened and i was okay with it but then i was also kind of upset with it because of xyz so i mean i, I don't i don't know I, I i was at a i was at a weird point walking i was at a weird point walking into the film i think but uh, but ultimately i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah yeah no no i don't i don't take it away i don't take your your decision away from you at all but uh on the opposite side sarah what did you think 
Well, I had zero familiarity with the anime or the manga yeah, you, or whatever I, I source material. I should have known, from. even though you're on Animania, I should have known that you were the person I probably should have thrown that question to as yeah. as the. Well, I'm also the noob on Animania. Very you're not. You're not a noob. You're. You're. You, yes, I am. You have a lot of. Uh, Compared to your average American, you have a lot of anime experience. Well, I do now. Actually, that's pretty yeah. fair. Yeah, I, I I put you through Hybrid X Heart. Like you 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 came up swinging, bro. You're good. Okay. <laughs> like, but what did you think? As yeah. as a, a how about we'll say a Ghost in the Shell noob. Okay. Well, just from you know disregarding the whitewashing and so forth, I was just kind of bored. Hmm. Like. I mean, it, it was very pretty. The graphics were really neat. And, like, it's an interesting idea for a plot, but I don't know. It just kind of felt like it... I don't know if it was underacted or just not enough interesting dialogue to keep me engaged or what, but it was... Like, it it was it was fine, but I... <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's funny to me because that's, you know, that's actually a criticism a lot of people sometimes say of the original Ghost in the Shell series, but I don't, that's for a different reason than this. My mm. main issue and problem with this series is probably going to come back around to uh, elements of the adaptation and why you do an adaptation and what you attempt to add to a thing. I wanted this to be adapted to the big screen for a while into a live action piece, and I recognize that the budget is kind of necessary uh, to... You have to have a $200 million budget to kind of adapt something like this, to put together those visuals. Um, But at the same time, like... The Ghost in the Shell has an indie movie feel because it's it has a very, very deep, nuanced point that is entirely destroyed by this movie. Um, yeah. And that's the bit, is that it, it talks a lot about the nature of the soul and what she thinks. And there's like this whole, there's this whole great, in the original Ghost in the Shell movie, there's this whole sequence where she, it just, it's sort of stated offhandly, offhand, that she has like a, a production model face. So her face is literally just like a face you can go and buy in a store. And yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And that's the whole point is that, you know, it's, it's the, the movie backs out of everyone being a mechanical person. And I think that's a mistake yes. because then it deprived it, su- it suggests that major is the only one going through this whereas a lot of the interesting bits of ghost in the shell is the fact that the society is going through this mm-hmm. and it's like and i do feel like they touched on it or attempted to touch on it but it was like something that was addressed in like the opening text and then they didn't right. really go back right. to it and they yeah, should have done because yeah. that is a really interesting idea right and and that's that's the i guess the bigger problem for me is the thing I love about Ghost in the Shell is the nuance is kind of this deep philosophical thing. Like we watched this in philosophy club when I was in high school was my first introduction to Ghost in the Shell. We watched Ghost in the Shell Innocence 2 and that was my first that was kind of my first anime too is when I was doing philosophy in high school and and they, and it was such a thing and there's like whole sequences where they talk in haiku it's a very very in the series Ooh. even the tv show versus the second gig there's no real bad guy in the first season it's more talks about how like kind of human experiences can coalesce to create situations and that's the thing and, and that was a criticism that led to there being kuze who's actually the bad guy of the second season who's the bad guy in this very directly hideo kuze um which is also super annoying cuz even though her her 
him and Major, like the story is actually kind of similar to what actually happens in the original because Major was one of the first people to be cyberized, but she was cyberized as a young girl. Mm. But that's still at the still in the point. Like it's ten years later, and there's a ton of people that have been cyberized. But it right. suggested that she's one of the best because she's been one of the oldest ones that have been cyberized, mm. which is a, a much different situation than like her dealing with like and like. And I guess it's just the bit thing is like, I know enough about the background of this series to love it. So maybe I'm like not the best person to review it because like in, I, I uh, there's so much handholding to what, like I feel like is pretty basic information, I guess. Like this is, and that's the other thing too, is this series has inspired so much stuff like over the years that it's hard to like separate it. Like the matrix is pulling pulled heavily from ghost in the shell. Like all mm. of this, like, you know, it's not his body. It's all this stuff. It's like, what's the, what's the point of the machines, the soul, the spirit, all this stuff is very ghost in the shell. E. Um, and so now that it's been so, it's had such an effect on, it's one of these series that has had a massive effect on media overall, but at the same time, hasn't itself penetrated the genre very well in uh, into uh, the American mainstream audience, like I'd, I'd argue that Titan uh, Attack on Titan has penetrated better than Ghost in the Shell as a whole, even though Ghost in the Shell, everyone would probably agree, is one of the all time greats of anime. Right. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just like yes. I agree. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to do that, but but Peter, I think one of the other things too is like getting back, I, that, and that's, I, I'm I'm starting off, and I know I'm like I'm like tangenting here, ten. Yeah, ten. I'm going. I'm being tangential. Uh, what's the right word? Okay, Katie's got head. The, the last way you said it was. My, I'm right. dating an English major, and she can't even throw me good words. I need good words. Sorry. Give me your good tangential. words. I'm You're, right. You're digressing. All right. Yeah. yeah, I'm digressing. Thank you, Sarah. No, just. Shh. <laughs> oh my God, I love you. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the point is, is just that, like, I have a lot of information about the background anime, and I think that's what's primarily annoying me about this movie. And so, like, there was no way I was ever going to go into this. Um, the reason Trevor's here tonight is because I literally told him, don't go see this. Um, because it's, I, I called him, I said, you will thank me later. Don't go see this. Don't ever go see this. Like... And I think wow. that's the thing is like, can we, there's, I'll give it a, a score separated out from that, but it, it is definitely like for me as a fan of Ghost in the Shell, this will disappoint you a lot. I mean, and that's the thing is the only, the only saving grace it does have is that it very, very faithfully restores some visuals and does some spectacular things. So Peter, say some good things about it, <laughs> about the visuals. <laughs> about, oh, about the visuals? Yeah, like- yeah. Well, the movie was pretty well. Like, if 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 anything, I I do I do that I do think that's something that you have to give to the film. It's it's pretty damn gorgeous, um, and and um and and for and for me and for me I I know I know that um that you Jack want me to see eventually soon uh Blade Runner, yeah. And so this made so, me think of Blade Runner. I'm sorry. This film made me think of Blade Runner. No, yeah, exactly. Like, it, 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 even 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 without having seen that film, I th- there there was a lot of stuff that happened in Ghost in the Shell, and that that I that I was that I was thinking, okay, this is like a precursor to like to like full on, totally in your face cyberpunk, Be- and because 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 with what I do with what I do know of the show, it's like 
it's like they touched on different points, but they never really took it all the way. And and for and for whatever positive thing I will say, that is I guess one thing like that's probably like like the biggest negative thing I will say about this film. They were like like when like when like when she decided to when she when uh major Mira whatever um decided yeah. to hack decided to hack the um the, the hack the companion droid right um it's like it didn't feel like she was hacking it because i know what it looks like from the show where it where it where it looks like she's basically surfing through the web she's surfing through like zeros and ones and shit and it's like and, and it's like instead it's like instead it's being interpreted as like suit like trippy I don't I don't know it's weird. Yeah, I guess that's the thing is that so much of it was lifted and so much of it was at was adapted needlessly. Like there was so much that needed to be adapted and there was some like and but there there's it's weird that they were trying to call out some of the most important visual moments mm-hmm. while not calling out other ones like they have the moment with like where her fingers split up and and it's like it's iconic where her fingers split up and she's it's like a droid typing like really 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 insanely fast like yeah. that happens in the car and that's cool and and there's also the one mm-hmm. where she's invisible and she goes through the front window and she shoots the guys and then there's the geisha drone and she shoots the geisha drone in the face like that's iconic and then there's also the one where uh where she's outside um, in the water and she's invisible in the water and the guy's chasing him and he's got like a, like a Uzi style gun and he shoots it and the spray goes up into the water because that was insane on an animation level back in the day because they actually animated all the sprays and the bullets hitting the water like that. And so you can see shoot. And that was that. And that's exactly for the time when it was coming out, people were like, Whoa, what the fuck? Dude. (laughs) And then that's, and that's what, and that's why it's so iconic. And they actually go through the trouble of actually like shot for shot redoing it, which is also another awkward, moment for me is because the cinematography as a whole in this movie is not great but you can tell when they're recreating some of the iconic moments that yeah, they yeah, borrow the obvious. cinematography that's better in the anime <laughs> then it creates mm-hmm. this like maybe this mild disjunct and you're just like whoa and it's like and that's the other thing is like they have this style and there's some things that like it's just like the nerd in me is think is awesome like Bato and his car Bato and his basset hound like you know Bot- when they actually give Bato the eyes like I'm like okay that's cool like it's, it's really cool and aramaki at the end of the movie with his like pistol even though like, like um this has nothing to do with aramaki like him going to see the prime minister is what would have happened he wouldn't have just gone and like also like what what kind of justice was that when he just guns the dude down <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, that was a weird moment to me justice well, well, that's the thing. The other thing too is like through the whole movie, they're just like gunning people down like super randomly, and I was like, "Are you guys the good guys?" Not sure. <laughs> like, Do you exist in this moral gray, gray zone, area? This no man's yeah, land. Yeah, I, I know. It's it's definitely it's definitely like you know questionable. But I, I won't lie though. Like watching that final sequence with beat. To get, like that made me want like a Japanese cyberpunk movie where it's like beat Takeshi's just like going around Neo Tokyo like with like a with like like a six shooter cowboy <laughs> like just yes. like, and he's just too fast for people to take down but he's he's so like it's just like but he's so got all these like woes and stuff I love that so much like that was the other thing about this movie is like I I, I instantly remember why Ghost in the Shell like the imagination and power that went into that series. 
inspired so much other stuff because I was watching this movie and I think I came up with ideas for like three other movies <laughs> while watching this Damn. terrible movie. Like, like over over the course of this one film. Yeah, no, I was Shit. like I was like I was really in I was really into the idea of Beat Takeshi running around Neo Tokyo shooting people like an old western. I was really into it. <laughs> like <laughs> That and that's essentially watch that. It's essentially what Blade Runner is. Yeah, <laughs> it's essentially what it is. <clears throat> but uh, it is. What did you guys think of the spider tank or the spider cannon or whatever the fuck? So you don't know this, Sarah, but uh, there's a, there's a very key important part to Ghost oh, in the Shell yes. that was not included called the Tachikomas, which are literally like AI robots that follow them around that are little spider tanks. Um, and they're adorable as fuck. Yeah, they're adorable as fuck, and they weren't included, so that pissed me off. This is also a, a throw. The whole thing is a throwback to the final fight in the in the Ghost in the Shell movie, which is the thing that's being adapted the most here. Um, mm. And it's not as good, honestly. It's pretty. I just thought it wasn't very well animated. Yeah, I'd agree entirely. Yeah, it's in shadow and it's dark, and it's just dude piloting it. Yeah, it was like Deathbringers from Horizon look better than this thing. Yeah, well, Horizon looks pretty. Horizon from a design standpoint looks awesome. That's the I know. Yeah, and and I think that's the other thing too is it's. I, I think the design was pretty faithful to the anime. I don't know that the tank design was a, was the strongest point of that anime. No. <laughs> yeah. no. Um, but that's, that was definitely, from a design standpoint, the tank was my least favorite part of the film. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree, too. But yeah. yeah. And I think that's the other thing, is not having Tachikomas and a lot of these other things, like not staying faithful to the original, while being overly faithful in some ways on the visual stylized moments. Um... I've been putting it off for a while, but I think we actually have to talk about ScarJo now. Uh, what do you guys think about the controversy involving ScarJo and whitewashing? Oh, for our viewers, the people that have not heard about it, um, there's been a, Moto, Motoko Kusanagi, unlike this film, which had a element added in to suggest that she was uh, originally Asian and then they turned her white for some reason. Uh, you know, unlike that's in the original, she was just, of course, Asian, but it was suggested that her face was just some sort of model, but the person itself inside was indeed Asian. So that's the same, but it was never suggested that her features were somehow Americanized as they were in the case of ScarJo. So they've, and, and I think that's the other thing too, is that her parents were dead and they felt no reason to have Scarlett Johansson sit down with her Asian mother. Yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was, it was just awkward. Yeah, I guess like, I don't actually, like, I was actually upset when I keep hearing about the whitewashing thing. And then I actually saw the movie and I was like, oh, y'all tried to deal with it and you dealt with it so poorly. Right. Yeah. And the thing is like, I think if they had, this is probably going to come out sounding a lot worse than I mean it to. So <laughs> my apologies in advance, because I'm not going to articulate this well. No worries, Sarah. But, <laughs> I feel like if they had made more reference to... Okay, so the mind, you know, Motoko's mind in Scarlett Johansson's white body. I feel like if they had made more reference to... Or if they had made more effort to have Motoko say more, like, Japanese-sounding things that could have worked better. Like, for instance, if at some point she had called her mother Okasan or something or like you know they had said right. the name with the the surname first and then the you know the the first name i'm saying that wrong but you know what i mean 
Yeah, it's they like, didn't do that. I'm yeah. like, that's wrong. That's not how they speak. And I like the gravestone, which happened to be written in you know English letters. It wasn't in kanji, and you're like, wait, what? It wasn't in kanji. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, every was... other gravestone is written in kanji. Why are you not gonna? I don't know. It's like, it's like it was. It was those it kind understood? of things that upset. Go, me. Wait, wait, what was that, Peter? And I, I was just like, I was like for for the gravestone. It's like it's it's like why is it, why does it have to be in English? Why not just ha- why not have it be in Jap? Why not have it be in Japanese and just have it be understood? This is her quote unquote grave. Yeah, or you just add a line, and that's the thing. Yeah, like no. Beat Takeshi does not speak English, and he came to this movie, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna speak Japanese. Deal with it, motherfuckers. And I was like, that's and great. And they did, yeah. and it was fine. And it was fine. And then you have Togusa there as well, and Togusa is Japanese, and and uh, was not speaking Japanese, was speaking English. And I was like, I like this idea of cyberization crossing ling- lingu- linguist barrier. Ling- and they explain it a little bit. They literally suggest that like you can upload a language to a person's mind. Right, yeah, or right, you yeah, have like a beginning. universal translator, which like is which is answer. fine, and that's the cool thing is that he can speak Japanese and everyone can understand him, and that's that's super cool, and that's that's that was actually super cool, and I like I like the representation, but everything I love out of this movie is stolen from Ghost, not stolen, obviously it's an adaptation, but is like from the original Ghost in the Shell, and that's the moments where I catch myself like loving something from Ghost in the Shell, like a design element or loving a character, a loving the way that they do something, um, and then recognizing in the overarching plot and style of this movie that it's a mess mm-hmm. and and i think more so i don't want to i don't it's so difficult to adapt japanese animation because there's actually a lot of videos you can go see and they talk about like you know where like there's a lot of like anime that have white characters like you know for instance like yeah. here's one of the things like they're adapting uh full metal alchemist well full metal oh, alchemist right. takes place in sort of a pseudo germany essentially so it suggests that ed Edward elric you know where they have some descent issues where actually they're suggested that they're like half german half middle eastern or some sort of alt world version of that and it's alt world geography exactly and you have two blonde kids and they're adapting it and they're japanese guys and i'm like whoa that's different you know and it's not it's a a weird juxtaposition well it is especially for an american audience and i think that's the thing is that that's fine and that's fine when you do that sort of thing but i think that's the thing is like culturally it's fine for people to borrow movies and adapt them like no like you know we see the eagle and it's a movie about the roman legions and we don't get upset that channing tatum is not italian (laughs) like (laughs) it just doesn't happen you know like on a when it's when it's a movie about a place and usually we like that place doesn't get mad like japan doesn't give a flying fuck that scarjo is in this movie like they right. literally don't like but it's yeah, Japan. it's it's yeah for, for, the, for them for them they're like why not have scar joe play it that way book, right. that more that way like uh, that way something that we know and love and hold dear will be exposed to the world right well that just wasn't the way to expose it but um <laughs> yeah sorry that I, wasn't I know. necessarily scar joe's fault directly i don't know that it was yeah things. i don't think it was her fault i don't know what i would do with this role like and I can I can honestly see like on paper this really working in somebody's head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and actually, mm-hmm. you know, I was pretty pumped about this movie from like the trailer. She's like, oh, okay, well, this actually looks pretty cool. I'm excited to see it. And then I got there and I was just kind of disappointed. You know what would have been amazing if like mm-hmm. halfway through she literally like takes on a face and like puts on an Asian face and it, then it's just like a different actress for the rest of the movie. I was honest. That would be honestly, so cool. I was kind. I was kind of waiting for something like that. Right? To happen. Like she discovers was, she's Asian. She finds a face that fits her old memories better, and she puts it on. And then you just you just do the movie on the basis of Scarlett Johansson's star power. Boom. 
Yeah. And then everyone's like, it's, it's, and then there's like an, a deep underlying look at like racial whitewashing, uh, in a more literal sense. Uh, though it does, it still doesn't need to be fucking Japan. Like you could still adapt it. If you're not going to do all the political shit and they literally cut out like all the political shit, why does it need to be Japan? Like, yeah. And actually to be honest, a lot of the time when I was watching this movie, the, the, you know, thought in the front of my mind was what are all these white people doing in japan yeah, right it's like why is your police like it's force... not just scarlett johansson <laughs> why is your yeah. why is the japanese police force almost entirely white <laughs> yeah right What's wrong? i mean because i mean because like because there there were there were there were points there there were different points in the film where where in my mind I was like okay the world is becoming more integrated everyone is everywhere so maybe it makes sense that you know yeah so maybe it makes sense but then but but then as you guys were saying there there would be something that would happen on screen and I'm just like okay never mind that's a little too far yes everyone is everywhere now especially in this version of the future but why is the entire police force nothing but white men. Yeah, I, I there's no there's no win here, Peter. <laughs> there there isn't. No, there isn't. And it's fine. And that's and that's cool. And it's actually not all white white men. There's you know, there's a Latina woman, there's a black well, there's well, a black yeah. man. They're actually, to be entirely honest, the police force as it stands is actually a multicolored rainbow. Because <laughs> there's there's three Asian men, there's one black guy, there's uh, one white guy, one mm-hmm. robot white woman, and one Latina one robot white and woman. I assumed he was he was Australian. Or is uh, just who? the actor Australian Bato. Uh, P- uh Pilo Pilo Asbeck. Uh, yeah, he's Danish. Oh, he's Danish. Yeah, he had he had an accent. Sorry to all our Danish viewers. We actually have Danish viewers. Cool. Yeah, no. that's pretty awesome. I assume yeah. Thomas actually listens to this in the Netherlands. To be entirely honest, uh, because we have that's, we have that's Dutch. I, I I shit you not. We I can see from our statistics that we consistently have one person download in, uh, the show in the Netherlands. <laughs> Hey! Thank you for making Horizon. It's a great game. <laughs> also, 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 also. By the way, Pilo Aspect. I really hope I'm saying his name correctly, even though I'm damn sure that I'm not. He plays Euron Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? that? Yeah. So, so, so at least, so at least for me personally, I was like, your face looks kind of familiar. It did look familiar. Where do I know you? It did from? look familiar. All right. Well, that's yeah. that's interesting. I feel like I feel like we're all coming to the same thing that the whitewashing didn't particularly bug us, other than when you included in, into the narrative and then it got awkward. Is that yeah, kind of what we're saying? One moment you're just like, okay, now yeah. it's weird. Because I, I understand like they could have. Go ahead, Sarah. It's just like we can we can t- we can tell the directors like as non professional people we can say this is how you could have fixed it. But they didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I get that. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Sarah, you there? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I was I, done. Okay, no, you were done. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> well, in this awkward moment, let's talk about fresh books. I mean, uh, yeah. So, for you, the listeners of the Movie Gang Podcast, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to try out their service. FreshBooks is an, ac- an accounting software that you can use to do your taxes. Well, not specifically your taxes, but you can use it to do all your accounting needs. We currently use it for the Movie Gang Podcast and the Tuscan Shed Media Network. I do the accounting. Unfortunately for all of you motherfuckers, I'm going to move the money around. Ha ha ha. You know what gives me that power to do all that illegal stuff? FreshBooks. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my I God. am <laughs> just not arousing endorsement. 
endorsement, but it is an amazing service. I am a total and complete numbers idiot, and somehow this service allows me to keep all our shit together and allow us to uh, to really keep the books and to keep this thing rolling, which uh, if I didn't have it, we would be totally fucked, and the Movie Gang podcast would not exist. So please go try out Fresh Books. It can help you do your startup. It can help you just get your life in order. I highly, highly recommend it. To try out Fresh Books free for 30 days, just go to www.gofreshbooks.com and enter the Movie Gang podcast in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Or get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. Go check it out. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this baby up. Let's talk about scores. Peter, where are you at? Uh, I know. This is super painful. I have no idea what I'm going to give this movie. No, yeah, I, I really, I, I actually had no idea. Even when I saw it with my friend on thir- on Thursday, I had, n- I walked out having like no idea what, what I was going to give this movie. Um, fuck. Uh, I, 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 think, I think I will give it a 6.5. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I I know what you mean. I mean, I I know I enjoyed the movie. I liked the the visuals of the film. Um, I I enjoyed... There are are definitely um, parts of the score that I I, I enjoyed now, and I I, I walked out thinking, okay, I want more cyberpunk-inspired music in my life, which will all, which of course also includes Blade Runner, um, but at the, but but at the same but at the same time, especially after um, us talking about it today, I recognized the issues, the problems with this film, whether it was narrative or casting or acting, whatever. Um, so I mean, like, I will I will at some point go back and watch this. It probably won't be soon, but yeah, I I I, I walked out of the movie think I walked out of the movie feeling pretty okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah, you're on the opposite perspective there. What do you think? Yeah, I am. I'm actually going to give this movie a 4.5 out of 10. Like, really stunning visually, I'll grant you. Oh, yeah. It was very impressive. But honestly, as I was watching it, I was bored. I didn't find it particularly memorable. And there were a lot of issues addressing plot and whitewashing and so forth that could have been dealt with in really easy ways and just weren't and um again i didn't hate it but i don't feel a need to see it again either or recommend it to other people yeah damn at least not anyone who's like a super fan of the show definitely don't i I think that's where i'm gonna come from here is the issue it's like and 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 this is the funny thing where it's like you know somehow i think power rangers was much better adapted than this was like i can't believe i'm saying this but i agree (laughs) i know right like it's 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 uh i think and, and I think there is issues with. I think there's a lot of issues with Power Rangers, but I do too. Oh, we discussed it. No, we did. We did. And I think that's the thing is that uh, <laughs> I think I don't know where I sit on it. Um, I know that as a lover of the anime, however, I cannot abide this thing's existence, um, which is different because it's like it's. I guess it's like the difference between like you know Power Rangers had to accomplish so little. 
a Ghost in the Shell movie has to accomplish a lot and be faithful to the originals, the That's sentimentality fair. of the original. And and there's and the original Ghost in the Shell does so much. Like I don't call the original Power Rangers a masterpiece because it isn't. And by adapting that and falling short, it's like it's you know it's a lot closer to the original because the original wasn't all that versus this is ghost in the fucking shell. Like, you know, you went and tried to adapt one of the greatest anime movies ever made and it falls well short of that. And for that, that's a lot of personal pain for me. So I'm going to agree with Sarah and say a 4.5. Yeah. Because you're, because you're dealing with an, like the, the, with the original film, you're dealing with a film that, oh, shit. Adre- that was like did things, Animation wise, that was amazing. Tackled t- tackled the different things. Philo- uh, philosophy wise, that was right. like fucking awesome and insane. And it's like, and and and, and, he, and like and had such an imagination with 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 technology and where it could go, what it could be, what it could do. And it's like this didn't do enough of that, right? To satisfy it, right? To sat to, to satisfy someone who knows the the original text. And here's the other thing too. If you're going to adapt it and not do the puppet master because they don't want to do the puppet master and I get that because it's it's a very complex issue even though they really display Kuze with puppet master uh like elements and you don't want to do the laughing man because that's a very difficult thing to explain as well. So you don't want to do all these elements to to do it and i get that so you pick the guy that's more literal a villain from the sec from the second season second gig which is kuze and i get that i understand that but why the fuck if you pick kuze do you not then have him and bato have a mechanized knife fight in a tunnel and why he gotta be white too well well, they explain that because yeah, but you're totally right. Um, <laughs> like it, it's so fucking stupid because like I love that knife fight. It's an it's an amazing animated. Amazing. It's it's just like a sweet where like Bato like kind of secretly loves Major and he's just like having a pissing match with Kuze who has something going on with Major and they both just have like a crazy knife fight in a tunnel like a crazy robot knife fight and it yeah. is amazing and I just yeah, like and I, I, as soon as I saw Kuze I was like oh you're actually using Kuze holy shit we're gonna get a Bato knife fight and i'm excited for it and then it didn't happen and i was like i left that movie i was like you could have at least given me that movie yeah like like that like that like that that's that scene that scene when like scene when when uh when major runs off ahead to like find kuze and kuze it's like ha i got you bitch um i was kind of hoping i, I was kind of hoping I, yeah. that even with major there like bato would show up and it'd be like we're doing this right. i got a knife you got a knife let's fucking go yeah. and it didn't that happen and i was just like eh. That would have probably added a point to my rating. No, that sounds dope as fuck. <laughs> I, I just, I'm not gonna lie. Like in the in the anime, if they had actually gone through and like been semi faithful to like the visuals as they were to the rest of the movie, it would have been like a three points for Jack. Like the fact is like, but there's a badass knife fight in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a badass knife fight. I'm satisfied. We're like, good. Yeah, I know. It's like, and they have like a like a full. Oh god, damn it. Sorry. I I get. I'm. It's very upsetting. And then Kuze just kind of sits there and takes a bullet to the face, and you're like, why, guys? I don't know. Yeah. Because he was an intimidating villain at the very least. All right, but I give Yeah, the networking thing was neat, I guess. Yeah. Not really. It was it was <laughs> a nice, could have been. 
It could have been better. It was it was a nice idea on paper, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And this and that's what this movie is. A lot of great ideas lifted from Ghost in the Shell stringed together into a good idea on paper that doesn't execute worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't go all the way. Yeah, but that's a that's six point really five it. from Peter, a four point five from Sarah, and a four point five from myself, and that brings it out to a five point one six, which will be a five from the Movie Gang Podcast for Ghost in the Shell. Jesus, I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with I, that. I, th- yeah. I thought it'd be a, I thought it'd be a bit lower. Not gonna lie, but yeah, I'm okay with that. It's not a recommendation. It's not a. It's not on a no. It's a. It's a meh. It's more. It's more of a. It's a film. It, it was film. made. It exists. It exists. You could go it search exists. it out. Why? We say nothing of <laughs> right. the matter I of lo- its, I love its that quality. That's now our question now for these for these films that are that for these films that are an adaptation. <laughs> these mediocre films. Yeah, right. I have this to admit, mediocre... I'm, I'm, I am so fucking done with adaptations. Like, yeah, the, our last like this agree. makes our third week in a row that's a remake or an adaptation. <laughs> And it's really messing with me, too, because it's hard for me to admit to myself that I'm going to give Power Rangers a much higher score than Ghost in the Shell. I love Ghost in the Shell so much. Like, this is so painful for me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like me with, uh, with The Golden Compass. Like, that is my favorite book of all time. Right. And that movie is one trash. of my least favorite films of all time because yeah, it is trash. That movie, and The Golden and Compass, it's is like trash. <laughs> and, it, and it's like me with Avatar The Last Airbender and M. Night Shyamalan's, like, dumpster fire that no. show i haven't even a, seen it because i've only heard ever, the worst you know, thing ever see it no, save no, no. yourself this like is, that show is, is going to become amazing and then you see the film and you're just like this is like th- no this is like some this is like a child got his friends together and made a film <laughs> That, his that, white friends that's probably that's probably friends. extremely harsh but that's how much i, I saw hate a great it. i saw a great cartoon online the other day that had like Aang and Katara and several other like you know traditionally Asian or non-white characters and they were sitting next to Major at a table and they said oh they may do white too didn't they (laughs) (laughs) I I saw that too what made made that even funnier to me is that they have Jesus there and he's pouring water and it's turning into (laughs) wine and you're just like yes That was brilliant. Oh, Jesus, guys. All right. We're horrible people. For the Movie Gang podcast, this has been Uh, Sarah Becker. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Peter Dancy. Oh, my God. I love us so much. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I love you both. (laughs) (laughs) I've been your host, Jack Newman. And if you want to see more of us, head on over to TuscanShed.com, where you can see Animania as well as Geek Space Nine and all our associated podcasts. And coming back this fall, A Feast for Bros. Actually, in just a couple months, yeah. A a Feast for Bros. will be coming back with Game of of Thrones. So can't wait to check. Check that out. But you can also head on over there and head to TuscanShed.com backslash support us to go. If you're going to do some Amazon shopping soon, go over there and use our referral link and then put stuff in your cart and order it. And that'll send us a few bucks and it'll help keep the lights on. For all our associated podcasts, including Animania and Geek Space Nines, we'll keep those buddies on the air. And uh, yeah, send us your stuff to Twitter, Facebook, all the love. Head on over to iTunes, drop us a rating. We would all really appreciate that. Get engaged. We love to hear from you. Even if you're a sassy piece of crap, we still love to hear from you. Uh, Especially if you're a sassy piece of crap. Actually, yeah, because we're all, all of us, we're all just a bunch of sassy pieces of crap. Yeah, we're like a 
feces convention. I don't, I don't know. Guys. What I'm the tired. shit? I'm tired. No, <laughs> no, we're not. Why are, you're all saying I'm a sassy piece of crap, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sassy, but I, I like to think I have a little quality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. Clearly, this movie tired okay. me out. And honestly, the last week has been uh, a little, a little much for me. I like Beauty and the Beast was like a battle. Power Rangers was a battle, and this has been. This is this has just been. This wasn't a battle. This was just a, a defeat. This was a de- this was a defeat for me Oof. personally too. Like because for the longest time I've been saying to people I'm like, you know, I've been like, you know, I, you know, we would adapt anime so much better because Japanese companies adapt anime and it's always like the quality of it is so low. But here I'm sitting here like, no, no, we don't, we don't, no. we don't do no. a better job. We we'll, really we'll think, don't. We'll think, we'll think of it this way. At least think of it this way. At least next week you will be reviewing your name, oh which my God, yes. I know you love. So so next week you get to talk about something that you <sighs> absolutely love. And if you're you, so, the viewer, like, if you think you're tired of hearing us talk about nostalgia reboots, yeah, your name next week. So uh, go ahead and wait for it to, to you know come back and check it out, and we'll be more energized for that. Or I'll be more. Yeah, Peter and Sarah are great. I'm the one that's like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jack could use a couple of five-hour energy drinks. I could use a couple of life changes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! From, I could too, to be honest. It's fine. it happens. From everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs>